Hello and a warm welcome to all of you to today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in via the different listening platforms that are out there, especially the Anchor platform as well as Spotify. You're listening to Fresh Bread from the Pastor's Pantry. I'm your host, Pastor Rick, and my goal is not only to give you information, but inspiration for your soul, exhortation for your spirit, and motivation for your body to get you moving in the right direction. We got a lot to talk about, so let's go ahead and get started for today. Indeed, life is a journey, a journey full of mystery, suspense, thrills, chills, and heart-pounding moments of highs and lows. Throughout the journey, there are detours and depots. Today, if you feel like your life has taken a painstaking detour, which has dragged you away from the destiny you envisioned for your life, or even worse, somewhere along the journey, you took a turn that has led to your demise, your enslavement, bondage, and oppression. Whether it's in a relationship, being in bondage to addictions, confinement in a cell, or maybe you find yourself on a merry-go-round of defeat, depression, fear, and faithlessness. Well, my goal over the next several minutes that we're together is to be a depot on your behalf, a supply house where you will receive the essentials you need in order to be refreshed, revived, inspired, and invigorated in your faith most especially. I simply have a burden to see you keep believing and keep making strides to live out your emancipation. Now listen, I'm not only talking to believers in Jesus Christ, although I love speaking to the church of God, but this is a message to every person listening. Whether you know this or not, The Bible clearly says that when God created mankind, he blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion. In a nutshell, you were born to win, to reign, to rule, dominate and tread over life. Unfortunately for many, it's the other way around. For many have been subdued or taken into bondage by hiccups, hangups, harassment by the enemy, and the harsh realities of our world. How did it become this way? How did we ever get to this point? How can we or you find your way back to the path along life's journey that will lead you to embrace and enjoy a life of emancipation, fullness, and fruitfulness that you and I were born for? Okay, let's talk about it. Deep down in the crevices of a person's soul, there is a hunch, a knowing that he or she was born for something more. I know you sense it at times. You cannot explain it altogether, but somehow you just know this to be true. There are other matters of the spirit a person knows and believes to be true as well. However, over time, because of circumstances, past failures, letdowns, delayed and denied opportunities and broken promises, a person's hope for an answer and an open door that leads to something greater, that hope and faith has been diminished almost entirely. How a person gets to this place comes by way of a detour that he or she took at some point. That detour likely came on the heels of a conversation. Bear with me while I explain. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 33 through 34, Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Awake to righteousness and do not sin, for some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. That's the Apostle Paul. He's speaking to the church in Corinth. The church in Corinth 
had held on to long-standing doctrines concerning some weighty matters of the Christian faith, such as Christ literally rising from the dead, the resurrection of the saints of God, and Jesus' triumph over sin, the grave, and death. These doctrines they believed in for a long time, lived by in their everyday lives, but now the very fabric of their faith was starting to unwind. How? Again, listen to the verse. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Clearly, they were in a company, a crowd, a circle of people who did not share the same beliefs as they did. Being in and entertaining a crowd as such is not so bad. However, the real danger comes when one begins engaging in conversation with them. How do we know this? Well, the text itself gives it away. Beyond that, a better translation of the Greek word homilia would be conversation instead of company. This tells us that by these believers having conversation with those with no knowledge of the things of God were being talked out of what they believe which affected how they behaved. In essence, they had come to a halt in their pursuit of God's vision and promises for their lives. Now one more thing about this word in verse 33 of chapter 15 that's translated company but better translated conversation as I said. More interesting than that is this. The word homilia, literal biblical usage means, I hope you're ready for this. It means company, communication, communion, and intercourse. Yes, it would be perfectly okay to translate the word as intercourse and here's why. When you look up the word intercourse by definition, it carries three meanings. I was surprised to see that the first definition is this, dealings or communication between individuals, groups, countries, etc. The second definition is similar, an interchange of thoughts or feelings. The third one, well, you can guess that one. With that being said, it's easier to see why these brothers and sisters of the church in Corinth were being deceived. They continued to have deep, intimate discussions with a circle of people who did not share the same beliefs, the same values, practices, or principles for living into the Lord's vision for their lives. Therefore, their faith and hope was fading in a hurry. Let me ask you though, who are you listening to for counsel, instruction, real advice for decision-making and direction in your life? Who are those persons that you're having deep discussions with pertaining to pursuing your dreams, achieving your highest ambition, and fulfilling your created purposes? Who's in your circle? Who's in your inner circle? Do not be deceived. If you and I spend intimate time engaging and dialoguing with circles having no knowledge of God, or of the subject matter related to the very thing you know you were born to become, we will find ourselves detoured, derailed, and demotivated to get back on track again. Remember, you know as well as I that you were born for something more, something special. You were born to win, to reign, to rule, dominate, and tread over life. Maybe you've been detoured, you've gotten off track, kind of lost your way. Hey, it happens, but now it's time for you to rise again. How? Well, 
Here are three essentials you must immediately apply that will fast track your journey toward emancipation and the abundant living that you were born for. First, do a thorough observation of who's in your inner circle. Believe me, everybody is not worth talking to. Secondly, establish closer connections and communication with the one or two somebodies who share the same beliefs, same values, passions, and pursuits as yourself. Make sure they have proven principles reflected in their own success. And finally, you must feed and fuel your faith at all times. Next to God, you are your greatest fan, for better or for worse. Yet, the one who knows you best and who knows the untapped potential that you possess is the one who deposited it into your DNA. The best way to feed and fuel your faith is by keeping intimate company and deep discussions, continuous conversations with your creator, Elohim. My friend, your journey continues. Therefore, go and win the day in not how you see yourself, but how God sees you. He sees you and I just like he saw Gideon. Almighty oh, hero, the hand of the Lord is with you. So go in the strong name of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. May the hand of God be with you. May the presence of God go before you. May the peace of God rest upon you. And may the provision of God be for you in Jesus' name. Until we meet again, I'll see you on the other side.